0: Sometimes in our very logical and boring world illogical things happen that terrify us and make us ask What the was that? If you've ever had one of those moments, you'll know exactly what I mean Long trip north of Nottingham UK 1980 Aaron told me this story one day and watched him as his gaze wandered off to some far off place. He swore that the story is completely true, but at the same time admitted that to this day he couldn't understand what had actually happened. Aaron had been out one day running some errands in the town and during the day he had met a lady who he took a liking to. They got to talking and spent the rest of the afternoon together, chatting and enjoying each other's company. They were getting along really well, and throughout the course of the evening, they started to realise the attraction between them, and they became a little intimate. The lady soon invited him back to her house, and he agreed to go with her. He recalls that her house was not a normal house in the suburbs, but was actually more like a cabin on a large block of land. He said that, quote-unquote, it was in the middle of nowhere. After a good amount of time driving, they arrived at the cabin and went inside. Here they had relations and soon fell asleep. At some stage of the night, however, he cannot remember what time, Aaron was awoken by a strange noise. At first he thought he was dreaming, but then realised that he was actually wide awake. He could hear an unsettling noise, as if something was dragging along the floor. He was startled and sat up to look around, but couldn't see anything in the dimly lit cabin. He lay back down a little confused, but the noise continued. Something was being dragged across the floor. Aaron continued to listen closely in the silence of the night, and he heard what he described as a constant sound like scratching and dragging along the floor. Slowly but surely, the sound seemed to edge closer and closer to the bed that they were in but he could still see nothing. Aaron started to grow very afraid as he could not understand exactly what was going on. Surely something that sounded so loud and so large would be able to be seen, but there was nothing there. Suddenly, he jumped in surprise when the lady he had met sat up in the bed and yelled out to the darkness, Go away! Leave us alone! The sound stopped immediately and did not return that night. Too afraid to sleep again, he would soon welcome the light of the morning and prepared to leave this strange place. He never asked the lady what the noise was, and, needless to say, he never returned to that place or saw her again. The Hooded One Ebenezer, New South Wales, Australia, early 1990s. Spiro recalled an eerie event that once happened to him and his girlfriend Anna, many years ago. I remember speaking to him about it, and I could see the fear in his eyes as he told me about the time he and Anna had attended a party in this area. There was nothing wrong with the party, but after a while they decided they would slip away and spend some alone time together. They got into Spiro's car and drove down one of the secluded roads of this area, looking for somewhere to park. The downhill trip was slow going as the night was pitch black and they feared running off the road. Around them they could literally see nothing except for what was immediately in front of the car's headlights. Anna started to grow afraid and started to tell Spiro that maybe they should head back. Spiro recalled that all the view around was nothing but deep pitch blackness and even though he started to get worried a bit, He was keen for some alone time. As they drove on, the car radio began to crackle. And after about 30 seconds of that interference, they couldn't hear the radio properly anymore. They commented on how they probably lost radio signal in this area as it was quite remote. While having that conversation, suddenly, out of nowhere, a hooded man appeared from the pitch black night. He was in front of the car walking across the road. Spiro panicked and slammed on his brakes to avoid hitting the hooded man. There was no sensation or sound of an impact, but the hooded man in front of the car suddenly dropped to the ground as if he had been hit. With the car stopped there, Spiro and Anna were frozen. There was no sound but the car engine running, and their scared beating hearts. Panic started to set in and Spiro believed that they may have just run someone down. Then suddenly, a few seconds later, the couple saw a wolf run out from the front of the car off into the grass and bushes. Keep in mind, there are no wolves in Australia. They watched it nervously as it ran up the hill and out of sight into the darkness. By this point, they were terrified and decided to turn around and go back to their friend's house. As they turned the car around and tried to speed up the hill, it was as if the car did not want to move. Although Spiro's car was relatively new and had always been in good condition, it struggled to get up the hill, and the hill was not very steep at all. He said it was as if it wanted to cut out. After a very nervous and slow drive back, they did eventually make it back to the safety of their friend's house, and as they retold their story, their friends listened in disbelief. Leaping Shadows Lidcombe, New South Wales, Australia, circa 1990 This is a story retold to me by Fred. Fred was in his teens and he lived with his parents and siblings. He was lying in bed early one morning. In the dimness of the morning, he thought he could see something moving in his cupboard and tried adjusting his eyes. The sliding door compartment in the top section of the cupboard was open, and as Fred looked closely he couldn't believe his eyes. What he could see was small dark figures like little men, complete with heads, arms and torsos, but no definable legs. They were jumping out of the open cupboard sliding door. He watched in fear and disbelief as one by one the little black humanoid figures, jumped out of the top of the compartment of his cupboard, towards his bed. (gasps) It was as if they were diving from the cupboard and attempting to land on the foot of his bed. Fred was scared that they may actually land on the bed. And then what would happen? What would he do then? One after the other in sequence, the little shadow men jumped in an apparent attempt to land on Fred's bed. Scared, he looked away and hid behind his blanket for a few seconds. And when he eventually had the courage to look again, they were gone. When the Unexpected Attend Mass Parramatta, New South Wales, Australia, late 1980s Eva told me this experience, and even though she was just a child at the time, as an adult, it still bothered her. This experience for her was unexplained, and gave her an unreasonable avoidance of the paranormal all her life. Eva was a child in school at the time this happened. One of the young girls in her school, who was in a higher grade, had passed away. Eva could not remember the exact details of the older girl's passing, as the story was from some time ago. But she did remember that it had shocked all the students at the school, and the staff as well. The school was holding an assembly and, in memory of the deceased young girl, they were holding an outdoor mass in the playground. As one of the teachers was speaking to the students, Eva watched in terror as a skeleton appeared out of nowhere. It appeared at one side of the stage and actually walked up to be near the speaker. It then sat nearby the speaker for the remainder of the ceremony. Eva looked around in wide-eyed shock at her fellow students. It was as if no one else had noticed it. Eva started to wonder if this was an intentional part of the service at first, and then realized that it just couldn't be. She asked her friend next to her if she saw anything on stage. The friend gave her a funny look and didn't know what she was talking about. It soon became evident to Eva that no one else in the school saw it. Teachers walked right past it without acknowledging it and not a single student reacted. Eva was overcome with goosebumps when she looked at the skeleton. Being nothing but bones, it had no expression, but it seemed to stare blankly at the crowd as if watching the service. Eva said that the skeleton waited until the end of the ceremony. Then it got up and walked away back into the direction it had come from earlier. Still unseen by anyone else, it then disappeared again into thin air. If you'd like to share your own scary experience, contact us via email. Our email is in the description.